Welcome to the Today I Will podcast. This is episode one with the JPO Media co-founders. Yeah, so we don't have like a specific route. We don't really have a specific script. We just think um, kind of what we're trying to do right now, what we're trying to see for the future might be a pretty unique experience, especially for people our age. Might be pretty interesting to talk about. Um, And you might not hear many people talking about it from our perspectives anyway. So I think we'll start off with a brief intro. We'll start off describing, at least explaining who I am, who Jan is, and we'll go on from there. So um, my name is Peter. Me and Jan, as a background, me and him, we both went to the same high school, same school, same everything. The guy couldn't stop following me around. Um, and we, we graduated together. Very similar marks. We'll get to that in a minute. That was a fun time. That was a fun time. Um, and, we'll, and we're now in the exact same uh, course. We're both doing optometry. And we we co-own a business together as well so kind of a bit of a bit of a broad broad description um what are we doing now jan specifically with the business so about jpo jpo media is really just a all done for you digital marketing agency um it's really just something like we really targeted a gap in the market and that's what i love like you'll see a bunch of different marketing agency uh, like they just run ads. Yeah. I think there's something like special about that. And we decided like rather than just running ads and taking that to be like the selling point of our agency, mm. we decided to make it a running ads agency as well as like a in-house reception. Pretty much. So yeah. we not only run ads, but mm. all the ads that we run, the leads that are generated, we follow them up, nurture them and really just book them as an appointment. Yeah. And it's sort of like, it's something that not many people are doing, especially here. Yeah, exactly. And um, it just makes your life 10 times easier. And that's exactly like it. You're providing, you're providing a lot of benefit. And that's why people actually, yeah, you know, are seeking it. It's interesting that you said, especially here, like we've been doing a lot of research just for some context. We've been doing a lot of research on agencies all around the world and things like that. It seems like America and places like this, yeah. they're almost one step ahead. Forward. They've been developing this stuff for quite a while. Of course, the American dollar is so much stronger. So it wouldn't make sense for many Australians to outsource their stuff in uh, in that yeah. direction, but I think what we what we we've begun, and just for co- just for some context, we've begun this. When would you say? This year, January. This year, January, February. Yeah, like I think Something we got like the idea in January. Yeah, and we only started some, taking serious. It took some time. March. We'll get we'll get to the specifics of that journey in a bit. It's pretty interesting. We started off with something else completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So. The fact that we as Australia, like as Australians, we couldn't find many resources or many people doing anything, even not at all. Actually, I don't know. Essentially, any, zero. Yeah, any agency that does exactly what we do here it's in Australia. So rare. It's so, so rare. Yeah, it's so rare. So let, let's get into the specifics of how we began. Okay, do you recall? Because I'm <laughs> there yeah. is some. There's a bit of everything. We started off as something completely different. What did we start off as? So, I remember right after high school, both yeah. of us were like a bit lost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I literally, I called you, I'm like, what are we doing? Well, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the crazy thing is, like, I was always, uh, like, once we finished straight, I was like, bro, I want to do something. Yeah. And at first, I remember, I think I tried dropshipping for like a week. <laughs> a week. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, there's, there's got to be something that's like untapped. And then I called Peter, I was like, hey, Peter, do you want to just start going to real estate agents yeah. and saying, hey, can we take care of your social media for you? And it's like, oh, just for some amazing. context, that started off with social media, just like posting, right? Yeah, not yeah, even no, ads, nothing, nothing ads. Yeah. And 
we were, we were both like on board, like, oh, that's mad. Something yeah. to actually do. That we didn't even try it, to be honest. We were like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dumb. Like, we actually tried it with optometrists. Yes. I remember one time. Social media. Yeah. We, in your we, car. Yeah, we met up in my car once. We just started calling optometrists and saying, hey, we'll take care of your social media. Mm. Nothing ads, nothing like that. We'll say, mm. hey, we'll take care of your social media. Of course, all of them. Like, nah. <laughs> so don't bet it. These two, these two 18 year olds want to take care Like, no one really wants that. Yeah. So then we're like, all right, let's sit down. And we really developed. We're like, yeah. first, again, we started developing slowly. We're like, all right, we'll run ads. We decided, we talked a bit, we tried getting in touch with a couple um, clients just to run ads. It failed. So we thought, all right, we need to do something new, something never done before. Mm. So then we, on top of the ads, we added the fact that we're like an in-house reception and mm. like like I said, nurturing and calling in appointments as leads. So that's when it actually started going. Yeah, that's yeah. when like JPO Media became JPO Media. Really, really. And um, it became like what it is today yep. and um, what it's probably going to be, hopefully, for the next couple yeah, of years. Yeah. So we have a lot of vision for it. It's, yeah. I, I remember like, I would recall talking to people our age Typically, by our age, I mean from 18 to like 25. Typically, the the whole idea of a business right now, it kind of just seems like a get money quick scheme. Like, I just want money for this year, I want money for this month, I want money for the next three months. But the way that me and Jen talk, the way that me and you talk, is so like, almost, it almost sounds like we're a bit crazy. Yeah, like, like exactly. We use different tense. Yeah. Instead of saying if we use when, for example, if we're talking about the future. What yeah, we exactly. To, it's just small stuff like this that changed over time. And we began with just optometrists. Just optometrists. And then we realized, hey, wait a second, Australia is not like America. Yeah. That was our main issue, right? So we, we realized there is, and then we talked to a, with a couple of people in the industry, and we realized there is not enough saturation in a country like Australia. It's not as capitalistic. Yeah. So we ventured off into healthcare, and that's where we can, we've been finding some, some success. Um, talk to us right now. I want to get your opinion, and I'll get, give my take. What has been the biggest struggle in terms of, um, like, as the business has progressed? Is there anything that you've found that you've been struggling with? Yeah. Yeah? There's a couple of things, and I think people that go into any business, not even if it's what we're doing, but any business thinking it's going to be easy, hmm. they're bound to fail. Yeah. Like... Looking at JPO Media on its own, there's mm. so many things that genuinely it's a struggle. Like number one for me, and I'm sure you'll agree, like when you get a rejection, mm. it sometimes like it, it just annoys you. Especially like, along what stage it is. Like if it's a proposal stage, exactly. you actually finally got it. Yeah. And like uh, closer to like the closer you get to signing the client and then yep. facing rejection, then that's really like after all this effort that you've put in, it, it hurts. And it's yeah. like, oh, like, you thought this, this was going to be it. And like, things, yeah. I remember, I'm not going to name who it was, but, but it was one where we went to the client, yep. we sat with him, we pitched it to him, everything was going we negotiated. well. Negotiated. Negotiated, yeah. we dropped our price, but <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, all right, done. He's ready to go. And then he was like, I'll get back to you tomorrow. Never we didn't hear from him for like three days. And then he, he texts, he doesn't even call, text. He just emails us saying, hey guys, sorry. Yeah. That's like, have a good day. Yeah, pretty so much. So it was, it, that's that part, like it does annoy me. And there's another factor, the fact, like the fact that you put in so much effort mm. and then it all just, you feel like it's gone to waste. That's yeah. The, yeah. That's like, that, that's my, that's my biggest struggle when it comes to yep. the business. Personally, honestly, like obviously it stinks. I'm a human, but that one doesn't affect me as much. I would say the biggest struggle with running a business is like, they just, like I said, like we need me and you. We both have this level of insanity. 
we're, we use the wrong tenses and we just look so far into the future and we're just so hungry every yeah. day. But sometimes because we're so hungry for it, and let's say, let's talk about our background, we're VC students, right? Just last year, year 12, you did something, um, let's say you studied really hard for a test, you get a result. You do X, you get Y. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, in the world of business, like the idea of just putting in X and getting Y doesn't really exist. You need to put in more than you could imagine to get way less than you would have thought. And I think that's the motto that we, we each have to run by. Like I, We wake up every morning, um, outreach, things like that, so, uh, signing clients, proposal stages, things like this. And it gets tiring. Of course, we have the greater view in mind. Yeah. It gets tiring, but I think for me personally, the greatest challenge has been waking up and being like, let's attack the exact same thing I did yesterday. Let's just repeat it. And let's repeat it the next yeah. day. Let's repeat it the next day. Not saying it gets monotonous because nothing will be more monotonous than here 12, for example. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's <laughs> definitely much more variation in like a, a world of business. But like you said, the world of business, the rejection just stings and it stings differently to what you would have expected. Because this is like, instead of me missing out on a small mark on a sack or a test for anybody that's not Australian, um, instead of a small mark on a sack, it's uh, X amount of money. It's yeah. money that could have kind of helped us out exactly. a testimonial or case study that could have helped us out further so I guess that that for me has been the the biggest struggle have you had any trouble with scheduling and studying like scheduling right now studies and stuff like that yeah I think the fact that we're balancing so many things at once yeah like we're running a business we're privately tutoring we're both working we're yeah. both studying optometry which is like it's supposed to be a it's not an easy degree yeah like it's definitely not an easy degree and like it's it's close to med and it's a lot of effort you have to put in balancing mm. all of those four things at once. Yeah, it, it gets, gets really difficult yeah. sometimes. Like late nights, exams are coming up yeah. soon, yeah. and like the fact that you can't put that aside, or like you can't put other things aside just because you have exams, mm. you have to balance. Yeah. Like I'm not going to call up my students who I'm tutoring and say, "Hey, sorry, I can't tutor you just because I got exams." It yeah. doesn't work like that. Exactly. It's, it's selfish. And I knew going in, into tutoring, I was going to commit that way. It's a job. Yeah, it's, it's like any other job. job. Yeah. So there's like it's hard to balance everything, and especially when you have such a like such a large goal. Like you said, mm. JP and me, like we're we're thinking so far ahead. Mm. To be to think that far ahead and not be able to put in one hundred percent of your effort right now because you're mm. balancing with all these other things, it gets it gets like a little bit hard. So you know that reminds me of something. I think I showed it to you earlier today or yesterday something from Alex Hormozzi, um, it was like comma and that's okay. Like he had a full yeah. campaign or yeah. like a full ad or something like that. I think he was maybe marketing a book or I'm not sure what it was. But he had this, he has this saying, comma and that's okay. So like what you just said now, it was hard the scheduling, this, 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 that. Every day we wake up and we say comma and that's okay. Yeah. Have you notice? Like every day we wake up and we're like, this is like, I'm actually feeling the weight of this quite a bit. I need to study for this test. I need to do this. I need to go to this. I need to X, Y, Z. But hey, that's that's what I've subscribed to myself. Exactly. If it wasn't hard, then it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, uh, that's actually know. something we kept saying. I, I remember in high school, yeah. every single time I'm like, oh, like we were both studying for the, the UCAT. Yeah. Don't even get it. <laughs> Worst time of my life. But we're studying for the UCAT. Yeah. I'm like, this is stupidly difficult. Yeah. And I came and I told Peter, I was like, bro, what is this? This is so mm. hard. And he's like to me, bro, honestly, I know. But that's how it is. Like, yeah. why would why would why would it be easy? Everyone yeah. knows med is hard to get into. Like everyone knows it's hard to get into. But at the end of the day, 
that's yeah, how it's yeah. supposed to be, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, literally. So it's and the crazy thing is, I we we believe that then, but we really saw how that played out now. Yeah, like that comma and that's okay thing. Like it's meant to be hard. Why would I be trying to subscribe myself to this or trying to accomplish this if it wasn't hard? If it was easy, what's something easy you can do? Go to your pantry, fill up a bowl of Milo, right? Yeah. That's easy. That's not really a goal. What's something mid-level? Oh, going for a small jog, that's nice. But if it was something that is genuinely, when people can't even th- fathom it, people can barely even think about it. Like, for example, a young business owner or doing this in your career or any kind of goal. If it's borderline unfathomable, then that's how you know it's really worth doing. That's how you know that you should really apply to this. Because then, think of every success story you've ever heard of in any field. I'm not talking about Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. I'm talking about just that guy from um, that guy from work, that guy from church that you know, who, wow, I aspire to be like him. Not in like a weird, jealous or envious kind of way. But he, at one point in life, probably had to encounter something where he was like, whoa, there is a lot of doubt surrounding this. There is a lot of you know you probably shouldn't do this. It takes so long. It's so difficult. Yeah. It costs a lot. It's this and that. You won't have any social life. Um, and he just kept pushing forward. Yeah, I think, honestly, that's something very underrated. Like, the constant yeah. doubt that you have. Like, when we were both starting out, and I remember before we got our first client, yeah. the entire time, I'm like, bro, is this actually worth it? Yeah. Like, is, am I, is it worth putting all my time right now? Mm. And it's not even guaranteed that I will get a result. I yeah. might get a result. I might not. Yeah. I actually don't know. Mm. And it was those doubts that kept coming in. It was mm. so hard to get over them. But I think if we didn't go get over them, we wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. And we'd be like still like trying to figure something out. Mm. So no matter what it is that you do, like if it's a small business, if it's your nine to five, it doesn't matter. Mm. As long as you're ready to put aside those doubts that it might not work, it might not make you happy, it might not completely fulfill you. Yep. Like once you put those aside, you can really just focus on what you're doing and make sure it works. Like, yeah. I don't think in my mind, and I'm sure it's in your mind too, there is no scenario in my life where whatever I'm doing doesn't work out. Yeah, like, yeah, whether it's JPO Media, whether whether it's optometry, there is no, like, like outcome that yeah. I would go like, oh, it didn't work out. No, it has to work out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm depending on it working out. That's yeah. I've already set my mind to the fact that in in reality it's gonna it's gonna work out and i'm sure it's gonna reach what i want it to i think that's the best way to do it because it creates this sense of urgency like if i'm if i'm sitting on an extremely comfortable life in so many different ways i didn't have this continuous hunger in my mind why would i even strive for anything that would be deemed like i said earlier high altitude or anything like that like if there was something that was borderline unrealistic for me and i knew i'd have to apply myself so many hours so many days not as much social life, all these kind of consideration, but I was so comfortable with where I was at, then why would I even need anything? Yeah. That's why I think the, the goal for everyone, specifically at, at our age, and we can obviously think of a lot of people who aren't doing this right now, um, but your goal should be trying your hardest to make yourself as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, yeah. Why, like, there is no reason at age 18, you were saying this earlier, we have no real... Well, now we have at least more compared to you, told, but we don't have many like responsibilities in the in like the adult world. We don't. We're not paying off mortgages. Most of us, hopefully, we're not paying off mortgages. We're not paying off bills. Really, things like that. Why not just apply yourself fully to one thing before that adult wall hits you? That real yeah. adult wall, right? Yeah. When you have that family and, and things like that. So I think from eighteen to like young twenties, mid twenties, things like that. 
we should be trying our hardest to be doing as much as possible, even if it doesn't work out. Yeah. How would I have yeah, known if it was going to work out? Yeah, I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. And we were talking about this earlier as well, the whole idea of shaming, not specifically within our community, it happens in every community, but of course it will obviously happen in our community too. So some people might see a podcast or an ad, a uh, little, <laughs> yeah, um, something like that and think, these guys are a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. up, what are they doing? Spending all day together shooting these things like that, but... The way I see it is, why not? Like, exactly. Why you have not, nothing to if lose. you have a, if especially if you have a good friendship, you have one good person who you trust, who you've done so much with. Like we studied for context, we studied the entirety of Year Twelve, most of ECE together, literally together. And yeah, in Year Eleven we done psychology yeah. together, and we were, we were both studying together. That's then, when I started. So That's when I started yeah. Year Eleven in VCE. So, the the fact that number one we're lucky enough to even have something like this, what a lot of people can say they have 50 friends, but they don't have really one friend. They have 50 yeah. mates. Yeah? Yeah. Um, the fact that you can have that and you can reflect on it and make something positive out of it, I think it's... Like, we're lucky. Let's, let's yeah. face it, we're lucky. Yeah. Um, but there's also an, a sense of opportunity there. There's probably a lot of people that do have that friendship circle, but instead they just spend it um, going out with them every yeah. Friday night. You know what I mean? I actually want to take you back to the, that comfort part. Yeah. Like getting out of your comfort zone. I think that is possibly the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I was even talking to a friend before, um, like the fact that at one point, if you get comfortable, yeah. that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like once you get comfortable, everything goes to, to like to waste. Mm. And even in, in, in anything you do in your life, being uncomfortable will only push you to, to a, like to something you haven't reached before. Mm. So like you said, with the ads and everything, the fact that we made ourselves uncomfortable, we put ourselves out there. Yeah. You know, with like anything we do, once you put yourself out there and you become uncomfortable, you realize that comfort only drowns you in like being mediocre. And no yeah, one wants to be much. mediocre. So the uncomfort is what really pushes you. And 100%. that's what everyone should strive to actually 100%. like reach. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, like I think once you get out of your comfort zone, mm. you enter a whole different like realm. Yeah. So would, I would recommend it to anyone. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How would you say your um, expectations in high school, like I know we were still getting out of our comfort zone then in various ways, let's say you told specifically, how do you think your expectations um, about how your post year 12 would be relative to how actual post year 12 is currently? Has anything been, has anything shocked you quite a bit? I think right after year 12, I expected, definitely like, uh, so many people have said it. Yeah. The fact that, like your ATAR, yeah. like your ATAR doesn't matter. Like, I really realized what that meant. Yeah. Like, I finished, mean, for context, me and both, we, we finished with the top two in our school. Yeah. And we thought, like, look at us. Well, our ATAR felt, no, Let's be honest, it felt good for a, for a it little It felt bit. great. It yeah. felt great for like the two days of the <laughs> yeah, ATAR coming much. out. And then, like, now I like I barely remember mm. like anything. I don't remember studying that hard. I don't mm. remember anything it was different. from VCE. It was actually different. Time. And it feels like a probably exactly. Universe. And like you think that after high school you're still gonna be that grad like the you're gonna be at that same level or you're really good at everything. Nah, yeah. you have to learn everything from the beginning. Yeah, you do. No like one's from yeah, no one's a pro at anything until you put your mind to it yeah. and you actually put time into learning what it is. Mm. You were a pro at studying because mm. we spent countless hours doing it yeah that all basically like uh, other than uni you're not going to use it again mm. um mm. but now you have to apply to yourself to becoming a pro at marketing and yeah, becoming a pro at you know client 
maintaining client relationships and, yeah. and so many other things. Yeah. So I think like the high school expectation, mm. you feel like it's a fundamental part of your life. It's, look, it's really fun. And yeah. It was a great experience. And I would, I actually sometimes do miss it. Oh, yeah, and 100%. even the stress and everything, it, it's good. It, yeah, it yeah. pushes you. Yeah. But it's nothing like it is in like the, in the real world. world. It does feel like we entered a different, it doesn't even feel like the same life being lived. It's crazy. Yeah. I, was, I was talking about it to a mate the other day. I was reflecting on how when you're in year 12, your life is essentially funneled for you. Like you have one end all and be all. That is your marks. Obviously it shouldn't be, that's unhealthy. Yeah. And for us um, specifically, it's spiritually incorrect. But the whole idea is that that is your goal. That is your main goal, just one thing. Now we have so many goals in different directions. Think about your goals right now. It is not just JPO Media. It is not just uni. It's not just tutoring. It's not just your finances. It's everything combined, all of them interrelated. Yeah. So I think my biggest shock was I'm caring about so many things at the same time. In year 12, you come home, you have, well, it depends on kind of the lifestyle you live, but for the most part, everything's kind of sorted for you. If you need, um, I call my mum, hey mum, can you please make this, do this? I'm studying, I'm studying, I'm studying, I'm studying, I'm busy. And okay, yes, of course, if that helps you study, of course, I love my mum. Shout out, Susie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so the point is, is that like, it, everything gets kind of scratched out. You start from point yeah. one. You start from the beginning and now it's it's the real world. I'm not saying year 12 isn't, by the way, let's preface this. We're not saying year 12 isn't important. Year oh, 12 yes. is very important, especially if you don't know what you, what you want to do in the future. And if you know what you want to do in the future, um, year 12 is extremely important. However, if you're a year 12 student, please don't think too one-sided or one-dimensionally. There are an infinite amount of opportunities around you and just recognize that's something I wish me and you both did. Yeah, kind of and time. honestly, that brings me to something that I think in our communities, like specifically, yeah. it's very looked down upon and it's like dropping yeah. out of uni or not going to uni. Yeah. And honestly, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have said this, if I didn't know what I wanted to do, for example, me and you both, we have a very, like, great love for healthcare. Like yeah. we both, we've 100%. always had it. We want to be doctors, we're optometrists now, and yeah. like, healthcare is where I where I want to work for like the rest of my career. Yeah. Whether it's with JP Media or an optometrist, I love being in the healthcare environment. But if I didn't have that, and if I didn't think that healthcare was what I wanted to do, mm. I honestly probably probably wouldn't have gone to uni. Yeah. Because, like. Right now, we're thinking year 12, you have to do well, and then you get into uni, mm. then you can do whatever you want. Mm. I think the opportunities you have outside of uni mm. outweigh what, what is in uni if you do well, if you, if you don't know what you want to do. Yeah. Because if you don't know what you want to do, you're going to go into a course that you don't specifically like have um, yeah. interest in, yeah. and, and then you're just going to be in that downfall spiral where... Yes, I'm working hard. Yes, I worked hard in year 12. I got into this course, everything. But it actually doesn't fulfill me. It doesn't, yeah. And without even going to uni, you could probably find something that could fulfill you even more, either financially or just something you enjoy. Yeah, generally. Or something to just, you know, put yeah. food on the table. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I don't think if you know what you want to do, yes, go to uni. But I don't think if you don't know, you should mm. go to uni. Yeah, okay, I, I agree. Or maybe do We've some talked research. about that before. Yeah, yeah I agree 100%. So, and that's not takeaway from the fact I feel like people forget that uni it costs money like I know, I know I know it's hex and I know it's low yeah we're, we're very lucky in Australia it's, because of hex and stuff but it's other than that yeah it's, like if you if you just think about it like this 
if you just keep being stubborn to what you really want and stubborn to your own senses, you could just make a, easily like a $50,000 mistake pretty much. Yeah. Like four years, five years, and okay, what do you have to show for that? I don't really like my course. And I, of course, I don't want to get into the, the mindset, again, it's kind of within our community, that you have to do one thing and just stick to it. But the point is be cognizant enough, like step back from what people are shouting on your ear and analyze what is in front of you and then make an informed decision. Yeah. Don't just blindly pick and then think everything's going to just sort itself out you know you're you take lead in your own life that's yeah. that's i guess what we could kind of say about that um okay well that was a lot that was a, that was a good start though yeah it was a great first start. of many first of many um anything you'd like to add uh not really i think okay. yeah i think we'll just keep this episode just for like a really sum up of who we are yep and from here on i think we would love some people to join guess, us yes um, especially in the healthcare industry, we'd love that. Yeah, and yeah, we'll, we'll probably touch on a lot, uh, a lot of other topics specifically other relating to our business and exactly. like the retaining of the actual yeah. services and things like that. Well, if that's it, then uh, we'll see you guys soon, very very soon. Hopefully, we'll try to keep this as consistent as possible. Um, see you later, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye.